Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining us right now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line is a product of Eureka High School, one of the uh, shining stars of the St. Louis metro area from Sirius XM and a friend of the show, Danny Wexelman. Good morning, Danny. How are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Good morning to my friends. I'm so happy to be here. Literally, Alexa was texting me yesterday. Lex, I'm sorry I didn't text you back yet. And I'm like, oh, we're going to be talking on the radio together. Hi. Hi. Good morning, Danny. I miss you. You owe me a visit here to St. Louis. Me and Mary are awaiting your arrival. I know. I have to come. I need to see everybody, especially you and, of course, my mom. I owe my mom a visit for sure. That's right. Okay. uh, Obviously, it's a pretty obvious podcast uh, name. That's what she said with Danny. (laughs) But who came up with it? So I had the podcast before Danny joined for several years. It was an all sports podcast based in New York, and I interviewed a bunch of New York athletes. But I've always been a fan of The Office. I'm still a fan. I watch it every single day. <laughs> so Michael Scott, you know, that's what she said has been my catchphrase. I've stolen it for, uh, you know, he stole Wayne Gretzky's. I stole his. And, the, you know, the, the thievery just continues. So that's that's where that's from. Okay, good. And. You two both do fantastic work at at what you do. And, Danny, we know you're a Cardinal fan. And kind of the question of the day is, as we reach the midpoint of the season, Sunday night the Cardinals will play game number 81. How are you feeling about the Cardinals? I feel really optimistic and excited about what's ahead for them. I know that the injury bug has been biting them, I think, throughout the season. The, the starting rotation, the bullpen has felt it. And then you've got some of your position players who are dealing with some nagging, annoying injuries, too. But if you look at this team, they're in second place in the National League Central. They're, I believe, a half a game behind the Brewers, and they've made up a little bit of ground in the last month, and they're heading into the All-Star break. They have a tough couple of matchups coming up before then, but I think that all in all, based on the injuries that the Cardinals have sustained – the fact that they're still in second place, they're keeping pace with the Brewers. I think they're going to overtake the Brewers, potentially going into all-star or post-all-star break. I feel really good about what they've done, and I think that they haven't even hit their stride or their peak and, and with a couple of the guys on the team and the bats that they have because, really, who can keep up with Paul Goldschmidt right now and what he's doing? But you know there's a couple other guys who still have yet to peak on this team. Danny, I got to give some love to Cardinals fans because I've been bashing them on the show all morning and now they're yelling at me on the text line. So (laughs) Cardinals fans are some of the greatest fans. I'm telling you, their loyalty is unlike anything I've ever experienced. And they love watching these rookies who have come up. You know, Juan Yepes, Brendan Donovan, Nolan Gorman, even Palante and Zach Thompson. You've got these guys who are just making a huge difference on the team and St. Louis is buzzing about it. But how come on the national stage some of these rookies are getting snubbed? You've got a national radio show. Can we give some of these love to some more love to these rookies 
Wait, I can't believe that anybody would be bashing you. You are you are a fair and true journalist, Alexa Dad. I can't believe that. Don't bash my friend out there. <laughs> Don't do that to her. I would say that this we see this all the time because the Cardinals play in the Midwest and the teams that are Midwest based rarely get the national headlines. It's truly, there is an East Coast bias, and you see it all the time. I would even say you could say that for the California teams, the Dodgers and the Giants and the Padres, that their rookies and their younger players get a lot more publicity than guys in the Midwest. I just think that it's it's just an overlooked spot, no matter you're talking Cardinal baseball or anything else. But what I will say is that it never seems to bother them. And you put these guys in these situations and they're playing with future Hall of Famers and they're just they just fit and it just works and they play really good baseball, really sound baseball. No one has ever come up to me and said, The Cardinals are the sexiest team in baseball. But that's not their <laughs> MO. They they don't care to be that. They care to play sound, good, solid baseball because that wins ball games. And when you've got a lot of drama going on, which we see I think with other teams in major league baseball that's sometimes where the attention goes, but don't get it twisted. These guys are professionals. And let me tell you some of the best at it. And and you still have guys. I mean, you guys know, I, I love to cover the high school prospects and, and the college guys too. You know, you have Jordan Walker in triple a and Mason Wynn, two guys that are going to be making some pretty loud noise with the club potentially in the next couple of years. And no one's really talking about them. They're talking about Anthony Volpe and the Yankees every day. But the, the Cardinals and the Midwest, they're, they're definitely something to pay extra attention to, always in my eyes, but even in my national eyes, I yeah. swear. I swear. <laughs> By the way, Danny, how about Matt Holliday's son? Oh, oh my gosh, you guys. So this upcoming draft, Jackson Holiday could potentially be a first round pick and they, they also have Ethan Holiday, the younger the younger brother too, who is a superstar. But what's been cool about Jackson Holiday following him the past couple of years is the growth that he's had and how he's really made a name for himself outside of being Matt's son. Jackson is really impressive. I'm excited to see what he's able to do. I I believe he's committed to Oklahoma State. That's where Matt's brother is the head coach, but I don't see him getting on campus. I really don't. He he's a phenomenal top prospect. Danny, of all the young guys that you cover, who do you think is going to wow fans the most once they get to the bigs that not only has the personality, but has the ability to take, you know, maybe a a bite out of the national stage? I would say off the top of my head, I'm going to go with this year's draft class, and that would be Tremar Johnson. Tremar is Atlanta-based. And he's been number one in his class. He's a shortstop, and he's just got every tool you want to see. The kid has it all on the field, and then his personality is larger than life. He is so relatable, conversational. I'm like, how old are you? You're 18 years old. He's taken college classes while he's still technically a senior in high school. He's got comes from a great family, but Tremar Johnson is a name that you you get Tremar Johnson on your team, you get a franchise changing player. 100%. Danny, as we mentioned, you have a national show. You do talk a lot of East Coast baseball, and the Yankees legitimately earned it. They're they're 56 and 21. Do the Yankees have a vulnerability? Can can they be beat? Oh my gosh, you guys. So this question keeps popping up because everyone's just trying to take a magnifying glass to this team. There isn't a ton that you can point to. The only thing that I've mentioned and this isn't going to keep them 
from winning a potential World Series, but I think that Joey Gallo needs to be traded. Joey Gallo's batting ninth. I, I haven't watched the last two days, but I don't. he hasn't had a hit since June 17th, unless he did in the past two days. And you feel for him because he's a former all-star. He, he's a, a great player, but he's not fitting in with this club. And so if you're going to waste space on your bench, if you're going to waste space in your roster, or even in the outfield, he just hasn't been able to make the adjustments. I would say, like, you have to bring somebody else in to provide for you. But also, you, you need one more arm. The staff has been great. Their starters finally gotten a great rhythm. They've got a great bullpen. Uh, Roldis Chapman, maybe maybe you need somebody who can come back into the bullpen and, and help a little bit. Everyone needs arms, but the Yankees are terrifying. Aaron Judge is going to get a monster contract, and good for him because he bet on himself. But they're, they're going to be the team to beat in my eyes. Speaking of bringing guys in, is there a pitcher out there, Danny, that whose name maybe hasn't been floated around or, or even that has that you've been watching and kind of waiting for to make the move, the jump, and potentially could land with the Cardinals like a Frankie Montas and Mad Bum kind of a name? Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about this because I knew you guys were going to ask because this is on everyone's mind. And I'm. it's funny because do you guys have Kyle Gibson coming up? Yes, in a we little do. Bit? Okay, so I don't think Kyle Gibson's going to be traded, but... He is a 2023 free agent. So if he wants to reunite with the Cardinals, maybe it is next season. But I don't think he's going to be leaving at the trade deadline. I was looking and I was searching. I haven't really come up with a bona fide name that I think that the Cardinals could take. I do think that if they can get a couple of their guys healthy and back off the COVID IL, back from you know these little nagging injuries, if Jack can come back and get this sorted out, I don't know if they really need to make a giant splash. I know they're not going to go out and get Frankie Motas. I think that he's too expensive. They're not going to get Luis Castillo from the Reds. That doesn't make any sense. I just think they need a middle reliever to come in and help out. I think every other aspect has been pretty sound. If you look at the numbers, they've consistently all season long, their staff as a whole has been in the top 10. Honestly, their staff has been top 10. Their, their offense has been top 10. Ryan Helsley, who's really coming to his own, he's like top three, top four among relievers in all of Major League Baseball with the numbers that he's provided. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to make a big splash, and I don't know the name. I think a little bit more has to unfold in the next week before All-Star, before a name could pop out. But I looked, and I, no, one, no one stands out to me that I could see the Cardinals seeing as a really great fit right now. All right, last thing with Danny Wexelman and Alexa Dat in for Michelle Smallman. So Danny is from St. Louis, went east. Uh, Alexa from the east came to St. Louis. And Danny, you, you had a tweet the other day, a retreat that s- struck me from Matt Veerling of, of the Phillies, who said, I put ranch dressing on everything. Like if I'm having Emo's pizza, I have a side of ranch. Okay, so I, I've got, and I don't know if I've stolen some material from the podcast or not, but with apologies to uh, Mad Dog Russo, Danny and Alexa, Emo's Pizza. <laughs> Give me something on that. <laughs> oh my God. I couldn't believe that Matt Veerling, he went all in, right? I was like, he, I was like, dude, you're on my side. Thank you so much for helping me out because nobody, nobody loves my Emo's Pizza and my ranch dressing. Lex, I don't even think you've gone into it yet, but I would say like, there's nothing better. I love New York style pizza. It's really, really good, but I'll never go home and not eat Emo's with a giant side of ranch. Like, I'm I'm St. Louis through and through, Lex. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest. I hate Emo's Pizza. I think it's disgusting. I'm not into it at all. I know you can hate me for it. It's just my taste. Like you don't like me because I don't like pizza. No, That's we fine. Love you. We don't need to be friends. We love you. But um, uh, but I'm also in the camp that New York 
pizza is overrated also. So I'm not over here standing on this hill of like, but New York pizza is the best. I, I'm just really. Randy, we can get her. Randy, we can get her. Not one with day. Emos. I know it. We can make You know it what I happen. like? I like Lido's pizza, and nobody knows about it. It's a Maryland thing, and it's delicious. Square pizza, sweet sauce. That's my joint. Okay, I was real cheese, ask, well, real cheese. Can we start there? Pizza's real cheese. Yeah. I, I was going to ask Alexa what pizza hill you're willing to die on yeah, here. Yes, the Lido's. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Oh man, but we love her anyway. We still take her, and I know that St. Louis has fallen in love with her, and I'm so proud of everything you've done. Like seriously, it's been amazing. When I get texts from my friends, Randy, talking about what they've seen Alexa do, or even going and taking pictures with her and sending them to me, like. Nothing makes me happier in my life. It's been amazing. We have switched places a little bit, but I wouldn't want to see it with any other friend of mine. It's been amazing. No, we love having Alexa in town, and we're exceptionally proud of you, as you know. And we love having you on the show. Oh, my God. I love being here. Thanks for always having me back. Two of my favorite people, too. Tell Michelle I said hi. And let's have a great week leading into All-Star. Yeah, let's do Definitely. it. Love you, Danny. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Love you. Bye, guys. See you later. Danny Wexelman of SiriusXM. You can follow her on Twitter at Danny Wex. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.